All right, and we are live with another episode of Comic Talk. It's that show brought to you by The Key, where we talk about this week's releases of comics, whether they're DC, whether they're Marvel, whether they're indie. We talk about it all, everything that came out this week. For those of you who don't know, new DC comics come out on Monday or uh, Tuesdays. New Marvel and indie comics come out on Wednesdays, and we're here on a Thursday, December 15th, 2022, to talk about this week's comics. I'm your host, Demetri Pereira. And if you are watching us live, you can see who our guests are. Um, you're watching us live. You're watching us on twitch.tv slash the Keeg Show or youtube.com slash the Keeg Show. But, uh, you know, if you're listening to our podcast, uh, wherever you get your podcast from, you can't see who our guests are. So let me introduce them. We got yeah. Sammy DeMonster herself. Sammy D. Sammy D. Sammy D. That's you. That's me. Yeah. Hi. How's it going? It's been a long time since uh, I've had you on Comic Talk. I know I've been so busy. Um, you know, I worked as a performer for like mm -hmm. a Halloween event, so it was totally mm -hmm. out of commission for a while. But I'm glad to be here. So thank you for inviting me. Yeah, it's 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 because I was like, I could have sworn I've seen like I've seen you recently, but then I was like, oh, I did I literally saw you in person recently. In person, yeah. And it was like I I forgot about that. And I was like, how it hasn't been four months since I've gotten you like I've seen you. Oh, that's right. I saw you in person. Uh, yeah. Sammy and I and um, uh, uh, content creator Tracy Magumi went to Golden Apple Comics in L.A. Um, like a month or so back. Right? Yeah, it was really fun. I'm just I'm out here outside of the cool kids club. That's cool. You're, you're in Texas, though. There's uh, there's creators out in Texas. Yeah, there are. You got to hook up like... with Wednesday Pool. You got to hook up with Lex. Lex is cool. He's out in Texas. I know him. I think I think I follow him on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for anyone listening to the podcast, they're like, I don't know who this person is unless they've watched past episodes with Manny Hondress. Manny reads comics. How's it going, Manny? All right. You know, I've just found out that I'm outside of the Cool Kids Club, so I'm just kind of oh. dealing with that at the You're moment. You're not outside of the Cool Kids Club. Fun. You're just no, outside it's, it's of the cool right. state, okay. the Geogra cool state area. Geographically. Yes. Yeah, it's a geographical but thing. Spiritually, no, you're in the Cool Kids Club. Spiritually. So you're telling me there's a line and I'm outside of it. Just but physically. That's what I'm Just mean. like instead of state lines. Next time we hang out, I'll carry <laughs> you via FaceTime on my phone. I'll be like, hey, look. All right. Hey, Next time you guys go it. to the Golden Con or whatever. I will 100% do that. And I will I will hold the phone with you and FaceTime you. I actually I would prefer if you had like a little robot that just kind of like followed you around but with my face on it and like I'm yeah. kind of just like watching everything. So right. Um that seems expensive. I could build it out of Legos, I guess. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna duct tape a phone to the top of a Roomba. Yes, Roomba and, and Legos. Where, wherever the Roomba goes, the Roomba goes. That's a robot. So yeah. It, the Roomba is a robot, you're right. You yeah. know, when I was a kid, I used to make robots. I used to take um remote control cars and like kind of take the car part off and then like build a robot around it. Oh, nice. Yeah, I was, really, kid. I was really into science as a kid. I thought I was going to be a scientist or an artist. I uh, I went Neither. to a tech, I went to a tech high school and we had to build some robots for a robotics class. Mm, um, cool. One of the robots we had to do was like we set up a maze on the ground. The maze was made out of black tape, the mm -hmm. edges. So we had to create code for the robot that would then find its way out of the maze. Hey, that's really cool. So with, you know, 90 degree turns and like trying to figure it out. Um, That's cool. But, yeah, you know, it was what it was. Uh, we're here to talk comics and we're here to talk about DC, Marvel, indie comics. We're talking about them all. Um, 
And this was a weird week. Was this a weird week for you guys for comic books? Was there not that many comics that came out this week? There weren't that many. And then there were a lot of single issues of like very obscure titles. Very obscure titles. Like super. I was like, I've never heard of that in my life. There was like a Christmas special for like the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina or something. Mm. I didn't read. There was like a bunch of weird stuff in the shop. This, this yeah. So I'm just uh, reading everything because I, I had 10 in my pool. 10 read, 10 books. But I only mean, 10. There's like a though. lot to pull. Like there, you, there's normally only more, 10. right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it was yeah. a light week. Yeah. To have only 10 comics is a light week. I think yeah, that's, me. that's a lot for me. I don't. I try not to do. No, I try um, not to pull weekly because that's expensive. I'm absolutely joking. Like even like if I get like seven, that is a light week, and I'm like yes, like a break. My wallet takes a break, but yeah. usually it's like twelve to sixteen a week. Yeah, and that's. I'll try to read as much as I can. Um, I'm always I'm behind. very name, curious. Many reads comics. Yeah, yeah, you got it. The name. It's the yeah. name. Yeah, Sammy is a monster. Of and... monsters. Um, I'm Dimitri. Yeah. My 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 Instagram and TikTok are literally this is Dimitri. They don't use my TikTok that much, but this is Dimitri. That's me on social media. I'm just saying, uh, a monster. That's yeah, it. you're a monster. I'm Dimitri. This guy I'm reads of monster. Comics. Of monster. Of monster. Oh, of monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Monster. I yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Yeah. Um, I'm interested in what you guys read this week. And then we were supposed to read comics this week. We were. Uh, Who wants to go no first? Not me. I, I'll go through my whole list <laughs> first, real quick. Let me pull out a polls. <laughs> so, yeah, one by one. What you? What you? Uh, so I read Amazing Spider-Man fifteen. All right. Uh, Batgirl's thirteen. Nice. Uh, the ten thousand black feathers number four. Uh, Danger Street number one that just came out. Um, with Tom King, uh, Dark Ride number three. Uh, Grim number six, Radiant Black twenty, Superman Son of Kal El eighteen, and Wind Thrown in the Sky number five. Okay, you you read okay. a good amount of indies this week. Yeah, is it is it because yeah, there wasn't that many non indies? There was a lot of indies this week. I noticed that. Yeah. Interesting. Have to fight for their rank, you know. Like, hey, this this week is going to be Marvel's week. This week's going to be DC. I guess this week was indies. Yeah. All right. Um. Sammy, what'd you read? So I was like ready to read Harley Quinn Uncovered one. I had no idea that it was just a book of variants. There is no plot. A little it's bit of four. Yeah. So, cool. so I don't know if you could. I, I read it. There was like three panels in it. No story. Not okay. that I'm mad about it, but it's just there's not much to talk about. I read, what is it? Leonide the Vampire at Christmas for Crows mm-hmm. one. Uh, Nightclub one, Dark Web one, Danger Street. I read a little bit of it, and then I started to read Grim because I love Grim. But I realized that I'm like one or two issues behind, and I was like, oh, I can't read this. I don't know what's happening. So I ended up probably reading like a solid three or four comics only. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Again, it was a it was a weird it was a weird week. Um, I mean, there was books that I wanted to read, and then there's uh, books that I did read, and I feel like those are two separate lists. Um, I read Amazing Spider-Man 15. I read Superman Son of Kal-El 18. I read Deadpool 2. I read Dark Web X-Men 1. I read Danger Street 1. I read Batman Incorporated 3. I read Monica Rambeau Photon 1. Hmm. I didn't know that was a thing. Mm. I would have read that. 
Um, and then that might be it. Hmm. I think that's all I, yeah, that's all I read this week. So it was a kind of a light read um, or a light week, you know? Yeah. I mean, that, that first book that you that you uh, mentioned, not the Harley Quinn one, who was the publisher? Like the vampire one you said? Leonide the Vampire? Oh, I think Leonide. my Dark Horse. Let me see. Leonide the... Because I haven't even heard of that. It was like really cute. It was like a little one-shot Christmas story. Yeah, Dark Horse. Yeah, because it looks like Mike Mignola's art, right? On the cover? Yes. I believe so. Yes. Yeah, it was like a, it was really cute. Uh, it might have been my favorite one this week. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Darth Chaco 7 out there. <gasps> hey! uh, watching Hello? us on Twitch. What's up to Darth Chaco? Hey. What's going on? Uh, was that? Just saying hi to, to Dark Chaco. Oh, yeah. Thanks for watching. Appreciate it. Batman Spawn number one came out this week, but I'm not a fan of Spawn, so I didn't read it. I guess you're just really not feeling all those covers that are coming out that is just left and right. Like you see Spawn here. You see, oh, yeah. Uh, and it's saw him in Marvel, DC, everywhere. Well, let's talk about that because, okay, so there's the Batman Spawn crossover title, which I'm assuming is a miniseries uh, with them teaming up or fighting or whatever. But like on other covers on across a bunch of different companies, they're doing Spawn variant covers, right? Yeah, and I was wondering like what, what so I guess it's, is it Spawn's anniversary in general? I was like thinking that, anniversary? I don't know. I don't know. I just saw him spawn out of nowhere. Yeah, I'll, I'll see you guys later. I'll, that's my joke. But that that's it. Done. Uh, let's see. Spawn. When was Spawn created? Oh, 1992. So yeah, that's that's older than me. That's, that's, that's 30. 30. So that's why everybody's doing variant covers on it. Uh, Darth Chaco Seven says hello. Trying to read more comics. Looking for Rex. We'll definitely be jumping into Photon. Uh, yeah, Photon just started. Um. Um, there was a couple of other number ones that just came out. So, I mean, yeah, there's a bunch and, and some that aren't really too far away. Like Deadpool is only on issue two right now. Um, I'm interested on what you guys picks of the week were. This looks good. I would have totally read. I love Monica Rambo. Yeah. Oh, and the art. I mean, the cover art and the interior. Yeah. My God, that's pretty. Yeah. Yeah. You can probably still pick it up. Yeah. Hopefully. No, I totally, I totally will. I don't really I'm, read Marvel. Just... I didn't even look at the Marvel stuff. Yeah. Do you guys it, only have one shop that you go to? Because like I'm lucky enough to have like two. If in case like one shop doesn't have a book, mm. I can go to another one. But uh, I, have a, just, I have a lot. I have a lot in my area. Uh, there are two nice. that I rep, but only one is in my area. The other one's in South Orange County, so I don't. I can't. I can't go there easily. So there's like a, easily five comic book shops around me. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple I'm others. Spoiled. There's a couple yeah. others around me, but one I, I do not rep. Though they're fine, they're a good shop. I don't personally rep them because of something else. I have my regular shop. I used to work there, so mm -hmm. they're like my friends. You know, I like to go there. Yeah. 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 Um, they know what I like. You know, they'll be like, "Try it here," and I'm like, "Thank you. I will read it." Shout out That's to you guys. I appreciate you. I'm not going to say the shop, but yeah. Uh, for anyone out there uh, who's looking for a comic shop near them, go to comicshoplocator.com. Find a comic shop near you. Um, we at Comic Talk are trying to put together a 
just a PDF file, a little list of uh, comic shops that we have personally vetted. Um, but oh, you, yes. Um, but like with comicshoplocator.com, it'll find any comic shop near you. Try them out. Know that comic shops aren't a chain. So there's not going to be a consistent level of quality across every comic shop. Um, and, you know, there are going to be some that are friendly and some that aren't. You just got to kind of find them or wait for the PDF that we will be releasing on our website uh, at a certain point when the website goes up. So, you know. Um, uh, what is you guys' picks of the week? You guys got a number one pick? I think I do. Um, I think it's Leonide the Vampire. A Christmas okay. of Crows. I was really. I cute. just looked up the the cover. It does. It does look like a cute little story. Yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. It was really nice. I think it's a self. It's it felt like a one shot, but I don't know. There's a lot of, a lot of indie books that I didn't even like. I'm like, oh, or is it like I've never heard of it? Is is it just coming out? And it's like, oh no, like Wind to the Throne in the Sky is on number five, and I'm like, I didn't even hear about it until now. I feel that. And that's volume. That's volume. Two or three. I is think. it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. When when is a great story. So if you can like look it up and find number one um by Boom Studios, it's it's a great story of just like magic and a whole different lore. Um, I have the first two good. trades of that. I need to read it. Oh, there you go. Is this right. I'm trying to figure out if this Leonide is a series? I mean it's I mean that out. Radiant Black, number 20. That was my number one pick this week. Okay, nice. Radiant Black. It's, Radiant how Black. Is, it's the massive verse. How, like uh, how's Radiant Black going? For for let, Let's talk about Radiant Black because, you know, we got time. Look at that. Ooh. The massive verse. That's beautiful. Look okay, who that. are the people in the massive verse? There's Red Sun. Or no, Rogue Sun. There's Rogue Sun. Rogue Sun. Inferno. Yeah, what is this? Inferno Girlfriend. In front Red. of Inferno Girl Red. Red. I, I don't hate know her name just because it's so hard to say. <laughs> I, I was like, there's a dead lucky, and then you know, radiant black, radiant red, and radiant pink. Um, yeah, and radiant yellow. Don't radiant pink. But so radiant really yellow doesn't have a series yet, right? Not no. yet. Did radiant black? Oh wait, radiant black has one. Radiant yes. red had a mini series. Yeah. And then now and radiant, then radiant pink has a mini series. Is its own mini series. I'm yeah. so excited. And then yeah. Inferno Girl Red, I think it should be coming out soon, like next year, like January, February. Inferno Girl Red. Um, Kyle Higgins. Yeah. That's it's it's yeah. it's interesting because Image Comics used to have their own franchise kind of universe. Um, mm -hmm. when Invincible was was still around. So like all the Invincible comics and then like all their spinoffs and stuff were kind of one universe. Um, and then when that ended, they were like, okay, that's that's the end of that universe. I think they continued on like Global Guardians for a little bit, but then then it was over. Uh, and cool. so now this is the super super massive verse or massive verse or what's it called? Just massive verse. Yeah, the massive, massive. verse. I think whenever they have like their um their connecting like books where they all cross over the crossover mm -hmm. books i think that's called super massive so oh but that's right yeah interesting that's but no it's it's a great i think i think kyle definitely wants to make his own uh universe basically yeah. like this is what he's doing is just building it up and i think i've talked to you about it where i think it's gonna 
eventually it's going to match up with with dc universe marvel universe massive universe I well, we, we've talked up. about this that's though, cool right? like you're you're saying though that like it's going to aspire right but like i don't think the massive verse is ever going to be on the the scale of marvel or dc well i don't say never i think so i i mean i, I, mean, it to. I, I really new. do want it to do that yeah. in like 10 years who knows um I'm reading right now the first volume. I'm almost from the first volume of Radiant Black, and I love it. And I read Radiant Pink, and I really like it too. Yeah. I really like it. I want to wear a T-shirt or something. I want a T-shirt with the symbol. I want like I'm gonna, I'm gonna look like them. I'm so sure cool. there are Radiant Black T-shirts. Do you follow their? Um, do you have like their newsletter? Because they're they are always like giving links to merch and stuff like that. So they're always what? Um, their their newsletter. I, I'm not sure what it's called. Let me look it up real quick. Also, I was trying to look up if Leonide the Vampire is one shot. They had another issue come out in October. Mm. It's called Miracle at the Crow's Head. They might just be one shots. If you look up Kyle Higgins' Black Market Narrative, that's a newsletter where every every at least once a month they they will send out, he will send out um just news about the Massiverse, news about mm. what he's doing, where he's gonna be, okay. merch that's coming out. It's, that's um, it's all... I like merch. I'm gonna. Kyle Higgins Substack sells merch. What is I that? I think he mentions that there too. Substack is like a creator-owned mm. platform. Look at it. He's talking yeah, about Radiant like Black, a... like OnlyFans, but yeah. OnlyFans, but for creators is again like a. It's not OnlyFans, but like I was gonna say Patreon, like Patreon. kind of like yeah. a Patreon. Yeah, Patreon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, what's it called? It's called Substack. Substack. But some so, like some creators are creating comics just for Substack, right? Yeah, Isn't that like the goal? Wasn't that, that like, was what like a goal? huge thing when when it first like came out? Because like I think the guy that wrote writes a uh, nice house on the lake, he was gonna jump on it. Um, oh, uh, Tinian, different writers. Oh, Tinian, yeah, Tinian, yeah. There you go. And then it just kind of went away. <laughs> yeah. They probably got better deals with Marvel and DC, but still not good enough. Good enough to tide them over. But like creators for Marvel and DC don't get paid as much as they should, especially when their projects are getting billion, making billion dollar franchises, you know? What I was scared of with Substack was that like, if it's, if a creator owned project can like just do whatever they want at their own deadline, then it could be like, I paid for this month. But the creator is like, oh, I didn't do anything this month. I mean, so. have you not? Have you done a subscription service of any kind on any other platform? It's kind of like that. You, that? Just, you exactly. take, yeah, you take it as like it goes. That. You know, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. But then you then you unsubscribe, right? And you're like, eh. true, true. I think I think what what we're realizing is it's distribution. Like, it's it's not the creation or the production part of comics that would be changing. It's the distribution part. You don't have to go through comic shops. You just release your your thing on Substack. That's where like those digital first comics kind of come into play. Is like mm-hmm. that's just a different distribution route. You know, Infinity Comics. You know that sort of thing. But I mean, we'll see where the future. I I, I hope comic shops stay open though, because that's a problem. Point. So yeah, but then um, I can't have books like this. <laughs> right. So. I'm working with this company, TCG Player. I don't know if you're mm-hmm. familiar. Um, but they have just recently launched a comic book section that like 
supports local comic book shops. So if you don't have like a local shop around you, you could go to TCG Players comic section and shop through like a comic book shop without going there physically, which I really like that feature. Um, it's my first time talking about TCG because I haven't made a video yet, but this is going to be officially announced with me next week. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm going to have a link for people. Does it stand for the card game? What's TCG yeah. stand for? It's a TCG. It's like the, yeah, tcgplayer.com. Is, is that what it's, but it stands for the card game? I don't know what it stands for. Oh, Trading okay. card. That's the only, that's the only acronym I know for TCG is the card game. Well, like they, Pokemon, Pokemon TCG. Well, they know? started off with uh, cards. That's what they oh. were known for. Like cards and tabletop games. Yeah. And they've just recently expanded to their comic book section, which I really like because once again, if you want to support shops, but you can't get there, you could like support the shop through their website. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, a lot what of shops do have websites. Like... I like that. Yeah. What's that mean? What it, what, when you say they like support the shop through the TCG, like, is it like I can put in an order for the shop that doesn't have a website, but they go through TCG and then I can like get that order? Uh, I don't um, know the details, but if they uh like if they're on tcg player and you like type in a shop you could like shop like through uh, them yeah oh oh okay cool yes yeah it's it just launched so i don't know like what shops are on there but um the comic section is new mm. yeah mm -hmm. so you could like type in um like what shop you want to support mm. um what uh oh so manny was saying that his pick is radiant black this nice. week right but now that I hear that uh, Sammy hasn't caught up yet, I don't want to spoil. I'll anything, just take off my headphones. Great... No, I mean we don't we don't <laughs> have to spoil it because I mean truth be told, I haven't caught up either, and I'm behind on on Radiant Black. But I don't want to be selfish. I mean, but then again, I don't know who's out there watching or listening to this and whether they want it. So like, if you are out there, let us know you're out there, because I can't tailor make this show without knowing who I'm making the show for, uh, which means you aren't caught up on stuff you know i would gladly sidestep the spoilers if i knew that it was gonna you know spoil someone out there but i don't know you guys don't let me know so very unspoilery like um things are still happening okay. the world is still going and there are heroes that are protecting the city nice. and it's still just building up bigger and bigger um your heroes that you know uh are going through their own like personal battles through life mm -hmm. but also trying to figure out how to do this hero thing mm -hmm. and it's just a great story it's just not your typical dc so what i've been telling a lot of people lately is that you know dc and marvel you just have so much backstory that it's almost intimidating to jump in because like yep. oh well what happened to spider-man in issue 254 literally know, like, do i need to know that that and, was me like, today this, yeah see like and with this it's only 20 issues so it's like, if you want to jump in, that's all you got to catch up is 20 issues. And um, there's not much to to be like, did I miss a detail or anything like that? So um, it's it's a great story so far. Like, it's just, it keeps getting better. I think, I think I issue that. maybe 15 or 16, it kind of dropped and then it went back up in quality. So mm. I'm very, trying very not, no spoilers, no nothing. No spoilers. <laughs> Keep reading it. I like limited series a lot, and I do like that this is a newer series. Um, I'm on the first volume right now, and it's like, like I'm catching up quickly, you know, and I really like it. Yeah, um, I'm trying to uh, upload these pictures because I realized I don't want to be that guy that like that 
I don't know, doesn't do my full job. So I got Radiant Black slideshow going on right now. Um, no, for anyone out the, there, the P cover for Radiant Black twenty. Uh, I don't know. It's better than the. Is. It's better than the main one, huh? Way better. Oli- yeah. Oliviera. I love variants. Bruno Oliviera. That's it. Was my second favorite cover of the week. It's oh, just. I want to see it's it. So what does it look like? Nice. <laughs> Radiant Black. What is it? Issue twenty. Mm, I think so. Sam, do you know of uh, Lee of ComicGeeks.com? Yeah, that's what I use. Yeah. Okay. Dimitri told me about it. That's where you're going to find everything. (laughs) Yeah. It always helps to, like, it helps me to look there and see what's coming out this week and then kind of, you know, work my, like, work around that, you know? Did you guys, uh, so I heard every one of you guys talking about Danger Street, Danger Street number one. Yeah. I read a little bit of it and then I was like I don't really understand these characters so I, I stopped um There's just like a whole bunch of like d-list characters nobody really knows who they are uh, I think the most famous one was metamorpho which yeah that's kind I mean, of telling me are we are we gonna talk about we could talk about danger street if you want um let's uh let's talk danger street I saw the variants they're very nice uh it is weird Tom Taylor or uh Tom King always starts off like kind of like heavy and like a lot of questions that's a very good way to describe me reading this comic because i was like i don't know it's it, you it's so easy are. to get lost and okay it's I feel not like, just me yeah i feel like tom king's books are better um as graphic novels like reading them in trades you know what i mean right right yeah because this I don't is know. a limited series, and it, it will be like its, its own little graphic novel. But yeah, that's right. Like so, when he did Batman, I, I can never not talk about his Batman run. Yeah, it was horrible. <laughs> it was just so uh, boring. Right? I like because certain. I like certain parts so of it. Long. Oh yeah, yeah no, they're, they're so definitely... long. I hate dream sequences. I hate like astral plane fighting. Have I told <laughs> you about this? Like, no. like even in X Men, like I don't like it when like. Oh, Professor X and they're they're like doing astral plane fighting, and then it's just Professor X. He can walk, and then he has like a like a like a, a knight, a gladiator's helmet and a sword, and then Shadow King's like, well, actually, I'm a spider with like tentacles, and it's like, okay, dude, like none of it's real. You're telling me it's you didn't weird. like that scene in, in Sandman where uh, the main character fought against the devil, and it was just oh, like, that I one's good. The, yeah, that's evil. a good one. <laughs> That was a that good was a one, but scene. that's not a dream sequence. Yeah, that's like a weird <laughs> okay. like game. It's yeah. like real. You're right. You're right. In a way, right? Yeah. I don't dislike the concept yeah. of dreams. I'm just saying that, like, when you have like, you'll you'll see, like, there's a Justice League issue where Martian Manhunter goes into the brain of some guy, and then slowly over time, you realize he's in the brain of Joker. And like Joker has like a super like a like a normal person inside his brain, but then it's covered by a lot of like weird things. And then it's like, like holding him captive. Kind, I mean, kind, I mean, funny. it's just like saying that he's insane, but like he started off normal. I don't know, but the point being is that like I don't care about like traversing the mind of the Joker. Show me real world shit. That's just me personally. So when Tom King no, did no. in his run of Batman, 
there was a big chunk. There was like six issues where Batman's just like honing himself in his own mind. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want this. I don't want this anymore. And that like really threw me off of Tom King. Like anything that had his name on it, I was like, I'm not reading it. I'm not reading it. And then I actually gave it a shot. So I, mm-hmm. I read his Strange Adventures and that was really good. Uh, yeah. I hear the Human Target's really good. I haven't read it myself, but I keep hearing nothing but good things. And so like now that gives like I have changed my mind about Tom King. And so I'm giving him more another shot here with Danger Street. I mean, so, Tom King has done he did Mr. Miracle. He did uh he did, Vision. He did Supergirl. And he, uh, Supergirl, Woman, of Tomorrow? Woman of Tomorrow is my top. I think it's oh. my favorite book of this year. I've so, heard so many good things about it. I've read a little bit of the first issue. I love the art. Yes. Yeah, I, I definitely read it. Definitely like, go and, and finish it. Cause I'm so behind on everything. But yes, I really, really want to read it. I have the Let app, me just so. add to your pile real quick. I know. Just keep it's, so, it's rough. <laughs> it's 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 like a good problem to have but i've really bad adhd let's talk danger street though because this is issue one and so people out there might be like okay it's issue one i can hop on board what do i need to hop on board yes please tell me because i don't know i i starman is in there i don't know who starman is why is he blue mm-hmm. is he uh, always blue he's about that too okay is so he that blue? is a he's a very who specific he? starman he is he's, a very specific starman he's gay I like that. Yeah, he is gay. Uh, he's a very specific star man that it, uh, that was on the Justice League for a very short bit of time. Mm-hmm. Um, if I was a superhero, I'd be booted off quickly too. He wasn't booted off. He was oh, just I would be booted off. I told you to go save the city. Why haven't you done it? It's on my to-do list. It's, I have ADHD. <laughs> I can't help. I, I want to do it. I'll get to it. Harley uh, Quinn has ADHD. Can anyone here sum up Danger Street? I didn't finish reading it because I didn't know what was happening. I was confused. All right, so anyone other than Sammy? Yeah, not me. (laughs) It's like, yes, teacher, I'll tell you you what the book's about. Yes, Sammy. I did not read it. (laughs) (laughs) I tried. Sammy's not raising her hand, but let's let's call on her. I literally passed high school without reading anything. I I passed through high school without reading those books. Yeah. Um, Meanwhile, Manny's back here like, I know, I know. Yeah. All right, Manny. What do you got? How 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 do you sum I, this I up? I actually don't know. No. Um. <laughs> I mean, I would say tag me in when you want. Three, there's three very D-list heroes that are trying to like earn the respect back to to joining the Justice League, and to do yes. that, they wanted to summon and defeat Darkseid. Oh yeah. my God, they're so stupid. That was, right. Yeah, so stupid. And obviously something goes wrong and uh, it involves the the uh, kids of, of a certain town that they're close by. Uh, yeah. Because they did this in the desert, but there is a town close by. And uh, so some kids get involved. Um, Reckless endangerment of minors. They should be charged. I mean, uh, yeah. well, I we, I mean, are we going to spoil it? Like, they, uh, it's weird. There's like five storylines. There's five storylines that are taking place in, in this 30 book. pages. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like it's it's more yeah. questions. Right? It's I just think that's what he wants you to do. It's like yeah. you want to know what happened. So at the very end, because Sam, you 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 said that you didn't finish it, right? You didn't you didn't see no, that last page. I like read like maybe to the third scene. Uh there was a guy in the bathroom talking to somebody, and I said, Who is he talking to? What is happening? Who are these people? What just happened? So I stopped reading. I think, it was, 
so he was talking to i think it was metamorpho which is another like i don't i only know his name i don't I really know. know what he does uh so. okay so metamorpho uh was archaeologist rick mason until he uh he went into an egyptian um tomb and he touched the i think it's like the the orb of ra or horus or something and he ends up losing control of his body because he can essentially change the elements in his body but he can never change back to being human i'm an indie comics girly let's be real i'm starting to move down that route i like dc comics but danger street is danger street is black label which is dc indie you know what i mean like dc indie i mean i suppose I'm just saying. I do like Black Label. I do like DC. But... Yeah. Um, we'll say Danger Street was my top five. Out of ten books, that was my fifth rank. I ranked my, it as number five. My yeah. friend McCoy really liked it. He tried to get me to read it. And this then, week? Yeah, and then I was like, uh, I don't know what's going on. My pick this week Um my pick this week is uh, Batman Incorporated. Interesting. Really? Um, Batman Incorporated number three. I'm going to put this up here right now. Um, Does that still have Clown Hunter in it? Yeah. Clown, yeah. Clown, yeah. Yeah. Go, Ghost does Maker. it even go by Clown Hunter anymore? I don't know. I, it does. I didn't, I don't, I don't. It's a really interesting. It's a really interesting book. And I can't recommend this book enough for anyone who likes Batman family stuff, but I Batman do. family, like even more expanded. It's okay. the, it's Batman incorporates about like the club of heroes, which is okay. like Batman of many nations back in, back in the pre-crisis DC comics, Batman of many nations were like, I'm the Batman from Australia. I'm the Batman from Argentina. Like there's a Batman in every country and they're all themed a little bit different. But what Grant Morrison did, he he updated it in his run on Batman. And then he created the Batman Incorporated series that came before this, uh, which is one of the omnibuses I have. Um, but basically, like, they're all inspired by Batman to be heroes, but they're not all Batman parodies. You get what I'm saying? Like, they're not. It's not Batman from Australia. His name is. Uh, the ranger and he doesn't look like Batman. He's just inspired to be a hero okay. by looking up to Batman. He idol they idolize Batman. Oh, I see. Way. You I know? You don't want to go with Batmate? Batmite? Batmite. Batmite. Wait, no, that's British. Anyway, uh whatever. <laughs> uh what was I saying? What was I saying? Oh, so Batman Incorporated now is run by Ghostmaker. Right. Batman was like, Ghostmaker, I'll give you your own team. You get to run Batman Incorporated. And then Clown Hunter is his like sidekick. But Ghostmaker's like, you're not my sidekick. You're just there. And so basically this first arc has to do with like somebody's killing the mentors that that trained Ghost Hunter. And it turns out you guys want the twist. Yes. Or like the early twist, basically. Uh, Ghostmaker used to have a sidekick that he left for dead oh my god and he left him for dead and that sidekicks come back and he's like i'm just gonna kill it's just like, at, jason like todd. all the kind of he's, yeah yeah but i mean they purposely draw a parallel between jason todd and him like, like it's on purpose uh-huh. I like that. yeah is that who it is did i guess what? it 
Is it the blue hood? The blue hood? No. That's... That'd be so funny. <laughs> no, but uh, the, the blue cap. That's what it's gonna be. Yeah. It, it's not gonna be a hood. It's gonna be a yeah. cap. Yeah. Really different. The blue beanie. Blue beanie. There you go. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's that's Batman Incorporated. So. Red. I like it. It's only three issues in. So like anyone could kind of jump on board. Um, I think it's been pretty good. It's going to be an ongoing, or I think I mean it's supposed to be be ongoing. Okay. Because I mean they're trying to push Ghostmaker as a character. He's pretty cool though. It's not working. No, I'm just going to be the negative Nancy over here. Like that. I mean that's just not working. I I like Ghostmaker. I think he has a cool. uh, I think he has a cool design. I think he needs to be fleshed out a little bit more, but yeah. You know. I like his little AI, uh, the ghost, mm. the little ghost that he has. That's pretty he's cool. Like a, he's like a slightly more heroic Deathstroke because he has like Deathstroke vibes, you know? I can't agree with that. So it's like, okay, guess. Did, do any of y'all read Dark Ride? It's. Mm, from this week, I didn't. Uh, you said I didn't, but we could, we could talk about it. No, I don't think I read that. I feel like you guys would like it. Do you? So, how do you guys feel about like Disney? It's Disney like a Disney parks? parody, right? It's like a Disneyland parody. I'll, I'll talk about that. So, this is the third issue just came out, but like the very first issue, it's about a guy who wants to create a a horror themed Disney. I right? love it. Uh, I love park. it so much already. But he just couldn't find the money. His wife kept pressuring him, like, hey, you just take take the job of whatever, make some money. Um, and he ends up making like a deal with the devil. And uh his wife dies. And next page, it's it's a whole theme park. It's been successful for like 20 years. You know, oh everything's working out. People love it. But like, his, and, wife uh, his wife, he traded his wife. We don't know what the deal is. I was. would never yeah. trade my wife. How dare he? <laughs> Not for a theme park? For a theme park? No. For a whole theme park. No. For fame. No. Monies. <laughs> All that means nothing without love. Uh, this is not the book for you. This, this is not the book. He, but I he still has two it. kids from the same. From, I don't know how that happened. Do, do I'm they know sure that was... he's the reason our mother's dead? Nobody nobody knows what's up with him. So he's like 98, 99 years old, but he still looks like 60 years old. Nobody's questioning nobody knows that. how he's like how that's happening. Uh I'm but do you guys know like so I don't know if you guys do, but my wife, she loves to watch YouTubers who like they just walk around Disney and they like film the the rides that they're on, what's going on around, like that's all they do, and like that's how they make their money. And literally, my wife just watched hours and hours of just like, hey, we're about to go into the restaurant of blah, blah, blah. And that's what they do. And so one of the characters in this book, that's what they're doing. That's and cool. so there are people that like catalog, like there's been mysterious disappearances, uh, deaths, you know, people see ghosts. Re- you're talking about in real cool. life or in Dark Ride? Oh, no, no, no. In, in Dark Ride. In Dark Ride. I mean, in real life, there's like people who die in Disneyland and they try to like cover it up. Yeah, so I, I think that's where like, where it's getting like, this that. This is a parody, of, like, right? Like it's a cool. satire. Yeah, it's a satire on Disneyland, right? Yes, yes, that's it. And so basically, in the very first book, this one kid he, he's loved 
this theme park for his whole life. He finally got a job there. And in the very first book, he goes missing. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and so now the, the story is what happened to him. Is anybody looking for him? Uh, and then there's a whole storyline behind the two kids of the dad that created mm -hmm. the theme park and like how they're going to keep it going because their dad is uh, almost 100 years old. He's not going to live forever as far as they know. And the two kids hate each other. Who's going to take over the park? Who, you know? So it's a whole bunch of things, but it's it's really good. And art is amazing. And uh, definitely, if, if you love indie books, like Sammy said. <clears throat> I'm pretty interested. You got, you got my attention. I mean, Sammy loves indies. I do. I really do. I just told you the whole history of the book. So yeah. there it is. Thank you. Well, what issue is it on right now? You said three. three. So it's like still early enough that like people could uh, yeah. jump on board. Yeah. Usually like three is my like, hey, I, I actually do like where this is going. Yeah. I'm keep it. Or it's like, I don't like this. I'm just going to drop this book. You know, so. And so what's your it. verdict? It's on. It's on my pull list. All right. Nice. All right. Yeah. Um, I'm just updating covers on everything. But uh, uh, right now. Did you guys um, read Nightclub? I, I skipped on it, but like I, I really wanted to read it. But it for something told me, I was like, no, don't worry about it. It was interesting. It's Mark Miller. I like Mark Miller, yeah. but I know he does a lot of shock value stuff. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I like, he lives on that shock value. I don't think I thought anything was too shock value. Okay. I mean, maybe a little bit in the beginning, but that was like the plot, I guess. Essentially, this kid this teenager in high school wants to you know be like a youtuber make money get sponsorships and like impress girls and he wants mm -hmm. to do stunts so he like jumps off a building on his bike and like does not go well he dies and he, he ends up in the hospital like oh, barely okay. clinging on and then a vampire turns him and he's like why why'd you turn me i'm a teenager like what the hell what do you want and he's like i'm building an army what and the hell he, man and he's like i can't convince people to just join my army so i'm just getting like people who are gonna die and give them a second chance to like fight in my vampire army and he's like yeah for what what are we fighting and he's like you'll find out later and now this kid's a fucking vampire no like, and then at like, the... what if you bit me and i was like nah i'm good thanks but no thanks and i just walk off like what are you right gonna do? well, well still like maintain still have life. to drink blood and stuff you get like yes. you would get pretty predictable and then they end up like killing you right well i don't i don't mm. know but like for now he's like back to his old life but at the end of the issue he finds his friends and he's like i know how we're gonna make money and he kind of look he looks like a superhero so i i don't know if he's gonna be like some weird vampire superhero or something or if he's doing some youtube thing but it ended with um, him in like a costume and like a, a mask and stuff you know interesting yeah i mean mark covers i mean mark miller is the creator of kick-ass like oh okay that makes sense you know what i mean like yeah, I he's, going that direction like yeah i mean he he's done a lot and i like mark miller again a lot of his stuff is shock value, and he loves S.A. I forgot to ask if you guys wanted the, the spoilers. I'm sorry. S.A.? I don't like that. Mark Miller loves S.A. Like, not in person. I mean, in his books, well, he puts S.A. in. That's, I don't like that. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, I mean, but that's Mark Miller. So just, just know, you know? Well, now I know. Thank you. I'm going to definitely keep that in mind. Yeah, I offer it. Um, don't like that. Is it? Is this the same Mark Miller that's doing the whole like Miller verse for Netflix? Yeah. Or uh, at least trying to. I mean, Jupiter's Legacy and all that. That's all him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, oh. Mark Miller 
is a smart Garth Ennis. You don't and like Garth I'm Ennis? Okay. I hate Garth Ennis. I I hate I like I I'm not saying he does I'm not saying everything he does is crap. I'm not saying that, but I'm like he like there's definite problems with a lot of stuff he writes. Because he hates that Garth Ennis has done. I the boys, pure trash. Oh, okay. The boys comic, like again, in order to fully describe the boys comic, I have to describe all the horrible things in the comic that I don't want to describe. Mm, you you know yes. what I mean? Like, but like people who defend it, it's like okay, I guess, but like nah, it's the one comic, the boys comic. I like the show, but the boys comic is the one comic I I will actively say I dislike, I hate it, don't ever read it. If you want to read it, fine. I'm not going to judge you for reading it. I will judge you if it's your favorite comic. That's fucking weird. No, I do. I do still need to watch The Boys. I do want to watch it, but the I show's don't have good. any desire to read it. So, yeah, it's good. I mean, yeah. I, again, I keep wanting to say there's one specific thing that I could say that would just turn anyone off of the comic, but it's so grotesque. I don't. I like. I don't want to say. talk about it. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. There's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of essay in that, too. You know, there's a lot. There's everything. Pretty much, if you think about the worst things your mind can concoct, that's the boys' comment. I already thought about it first. So, yeah. So it's too late. Yeah. But Mark Miller is a smarter, kind of more fashionable hit Garth Ennis. And because he's smarter and he doesn't go to as big of extremes as Garth Ennis, I accept Mark Miller. He's fun. Mark Miller's more fun. Although, like, you turn the page and somebody gets run over by a train. Like, that's just Mark Miller. But, like, eh, okay. Recently, I've read The Magic Order from Mark Miller. and Yeah, I like um, Magic Order. The Prodigy? Prodigy? Prodigy. Prodigy, yeah. I didn't like Prodigy, the first run. I know there's a second one that run that's out. But the first run was... They're both okay. So bad, but but I liked them enough that like, when I saw the the book that you're talking about, what is it called? Nightclub, nightclub. I just like I was like, uh, I want to give this a try, but I have a lot of books, right? There's, yeah. <laughs> like like we were talking about earlier. So yeah, I, was like, I don't need another book right now. I'm gonna I'll I'll hop on nightclub. I will. It's just yeah, Mark for Mark Miller. I'll do it. I'll give him a little bit of a shot, but it doesn't always end right. You know, um, I want to hear about uh, Sammy. What else did you read? Um, you said Leonide the Vampire. I think I, yeah, that was a fun uh... one. It was like a little Christmassy themed one off. I thought it was lovely, I really did. Um, yeah, I could tell you guys about it if you'd like. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to hear it. I got I got the images right here. They're like a Christmas story of like the, the three ghosts and all that. Is it the Christmas Carol? Is it no. like a Christmas Carol? Christmas Carol. No, it's go. like this dark. I don't know what she is, like a vampire or a demon thing. But I mean, it says. Off... Wait, is she Leonide? I get. Yeah, I guess she's a vampire. Then. I mean, it says it in the title. Yeah, I guess she is. I. Yeah. In the book, it's not. I'm like, she could be. She's just like a monster. Yeah. So she's oh, a vampire. Okay. She's like a kid, and she kids. And long story short, you know, uh, she's in this tower, and she has imprisoned this priest who's kind of a skeleton now, and I guess she like doomed him and she's like you're trapped here now since you don't want to like leave me alone or something Mm. and so she's walking around this castle that she lives in and 
all these like people from her past kind of show up so like these ghosts show up they're like these crow people are here to see you and there's these people who are like literally crows and they're all here and she's like they're like do you remember us you cursed us to be crows and like to wander around and just be miserable she's like yes and i assume you're here for revenge like actually we're here to forgive you and they like have a nice dinner together and like the priest gives her like a christmas present and then she gives him a christmas present and she just kind of it's just like kind of spirit of christmas this evil character kind of being like less evil it was just really cute Hmm. i can't even explain it well you release them at the end i need to know (laughs) the crows get released or no yeah actually her christmas present to the priest was their souls and they released the souls of the crow people. Oh, right, nice. Yeah. All right. That's how it warm. It was really nice. Yeah. It was like oddly nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Did you read? Did uh? Let's see. I'm trying to think of like. There's two books that came out that were tied with dark web. I I read dark web. You well. oh uh? Did you read dark web? Like, what last week? This week. Oh, the Amazing Spider-Man dark uh. The, yeah one or the dark web x-men one spider-man okay let's talk about it i didn't understand a lot of it because i kept referencing other comics you know yeah um, so dark web is uh is the spider-man crossover event that's going on right now right and the main villains of it are madeline Pryor, uh who is the the clone of gene gray who is the ruler of limbo so many um, so many sorry so many uh clones in this comic well that's the point that's, I think, the point. Madeline Pryor is the clone of Jean Grey. Ben Riley is the clone of Spider-Man. They're both bad now, and they're teaming up against like Spider-Man. I like Ben Riley For whatever reason. Uh, I hate Ben Riley, but that's just me. This is the only issue I've seen him in. I know who he is, though. And He's I'm like, bad. Yeah, I was like, yeah, man. Yeah, Do your you, thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I like I Madeline Pryor. I'm so happy you said it, but like, as soon as she was like, I like Ben Riley. See, a lot of people love Ben Riley. But the thing Marvel loves to do is build him up and then they knock him down to be a villain yeah. and they build him up and they knock him down to be a villain. So right now he's in the down. Will he go back up? Who knows? But, they, but like it's just he's just like toy. I never know what they're doing lot. with him. I don't know anything about him yeah. really. I know yeah. he's a clone and I was like, You're evil. This was fun. I feel like a lot of people like Ben Riley, people who were like um like like my age, like grew up in the nineties. They like Ben Riley because of his costume, because his costume was like that's that hoodie sweater. Yeah, like the Spider-Man costume with the hoodie sweater and the visible web shooters, which is my favorite part. I like visible web shooters, um, but like, and he was on like trading cards and stuff back in the day. Oh, yeah. And I feel like a lot of people love uh, him because he was Scarlet Spider back then. Right. But now he's Chasm, and he's like mystically powered. And whatever. And then Venom shows up in this, right? Like, what's going on with Venom? Venom was supposed to be good. All right. Well, okay. I don't like books that say, like, hey, make sure to read this next issue to find out what's going on here. It's like, yeah. why don't you just tell me? Well, I'm, I'm yeah, reading this me. book right now. Why don't you tell me? Huh? Yeah. Tell me what and I like, want to know. They devolved Venom. Like, he, Venom was, Brock was up here. Like, he has forgiven Spider Man. He's done whatever. He's like basically a good guy. He's doing his own thing yeah. off planet. And yeah. now it's like he's he's back to square one. And yeah, that's not fun. That's what's the point. Yeah. Know? I I'm just here for Madeline Pryor because I'm, you know, I'm a big X-Men fan. And Madeline Pryor is 
She was supposed oh, oh, also right before this crossover happened, she was supposed to be good. That's the weird mm. part. I think there's something else going on with this event because she was supposed to be good. She was the new queen of limbo and she was supposed to be a better queen. But then this do you, happens. Do you think that she's controlling controlling the the goblin queen? Is that what she's going by? Or is it you queen goblin? Queen goblin. Because Madeline Pryor is the goblin queen. Or was the but goblin queen. Do you think queen. one of them is controlling each other? or No. I, I think there might that's, be some other theory. bad... Like, it might be a Mephisto thing. I don't know. But, like, Madeline Pryor was supposed to be good. Like, she was supposed to get her, like... Like... I get it. It's tough to be a clone, right? When, Especially when you see like a really successful version of yourself that's like way more successful. It sucks to be a clone. Um, but she was getting over that. And like she got a new costume because she used to have this like Hoochie Mama dress, which is great. Good for her. But like she has a new dress that also is very similar, but just better fashionably. No. You know? And so it's like, okay, cool. Like you're doing your own thing. You're getting out of the shadow of Jean Grey. But now you're back to being bad. And it's weird. I'm not so a fan of basically this. Basically, the three villains in this, they're just back to square one. Venom, Madeline, and Ben. Ben Riley. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah. Dark Web X-Men. I don't know if either of you read that one. Nope. Yes, I did. Oh, did I you? It out. Yeah, it ties in with this. And it's just about Cyclops, Jean Grey, and magic um, saving. Oh, and and, and uh, uh, what's her name? Firestar saving um, saving New York from being like from demons. Essentially, New York is always in trouble. And I swear to God. Yeah, there's a there's a scene in there where you got Firestar, Iceman, and uh, Spider Man mm. uh, running around. It's, oh, it's the amazing! Thing. I didn't realize that. Yeah. I didn't realize that. That is a callback to Spider-Man and the Amazing Friends. That was that was nice. Was I didn't realize they should have they should have done more with that then. They really did not make it obvious. It was like it, it should have made it obvious. It's the characters, but yeah, they didn't make it obvious. Huh. Like you know, Spider-Man could have been like, "Hey, friends, <laughs> like, hey, yeah, it's my buddies. Amazing work, friends. You <laughs> yeah. know, yeah, something like that. Yeah, but okay." Uh, again, as an X-Men fan, this was skippable. Like, I want to believe that, like, all X-Men stuff is worth reading, but a lot of these crossover events that aren't X-Men events, they are skippable. I don't feel like these writers are writing the X-Men properly. Not like the main titles. The main titles are awesome. Just a shock, because every time I come on to the show, you keep telling me, read X-Men, read X-Men. Here you are telling me to skip. This specific Surprising. one, yeah. I also said the Surprising. same about Judgment Day, No More Mutants or whatever, or mm -hmm. Death to Mutants. That wasn't a good crossover or uh, tie-in. So it is what it is. Um, Sammy, did you did you have anything else on your list that you wanted to uh, um wanted to talk about? I you know I read Harley Quinn Uncovered and it was just. A collection of variant covers that yeah. Harlequin was just narrating and talking about, like breaking the fourth wall. Oh, that's really cool because, like, so not a story, but just kind of a commentary. Here, yeah, she was like, these are all... on it. 
yeah, these are all variant covers here. So like I I truly I do love variant covers. So yeah. to have a whole book on it, that's you might like it then. I I mean there was like a lot of covers there that I loved and have, and I was like, oh, I have that cover. So it was cute to see her breaking the fourth wall. Mm. I just didn't know what this book was. I was like, oh, a story. It wasn't a story, but um, it was cool. She was like talking about the variant covers. Uh, yeah. I was say, was she just like talking about hers, like oh, I was doing this, or like, what like what was she talking about? Like was she explaining the actual picture, or was she like saying what was she doing when she um, was posing for this or whatever? It was it was more like the covers, like oh, like this and that, and you know this is like a fun thing, and you know here I am here. It was cool because there was a good chunk of var of variant covers that were like classic already established stories that she was like put into there was like a cover that looked like um the killing joke but with like harley quinn and stuff it was cool i don't know she's just kind of commenting on it um but it was fourth wall breaking so, so it was like oh here are the comic covers i guess mm. um did you guys read deadpool no mm. so I wanted to, I want to take the time to to talk about how good this run has been so far. It's only two what issues issue, in, two. Only it's two? issue two, and it's, I think it's worth picking up. Okay. So I'm going to try to sell you both on Deadpool. All right, Th this run, Deadpool when done badly is frat boy humor. Even when like I'm not saying like dumb jokes shouldn't happen with Deadpool. Like he can have dumb jokes. I'll tell you a joke that he makes in this that's pretty dumb, but still good but like deadpool is smarter than just like duh what's going on uh you know like like oh like duh like i don't know putting kick me signs on blind people like whatever like i don't that's not my thing but like deadpool when done right it's a little bit smarter of humor right a little bit satirical but you can tell like he's more than just like a plot device to say jokes he's like actually has like love and wants and desires well in issue one there's like an assassin organization that he wants to be a part of he's just like let me into this uh organization and they're like okay we will this is the world's best assassins but you have to go you have to do an assassination right now in 24 hours or something like that he has a countdown clock and he's like okay who is it and they're like dr octopus so from the get-go, it's a wild pick for Deadpool. Like Deadpool, have I ever seen Deadpool and Dr. Octopus go at it before? Like, I don't think I have. It's wild, right? I like that. So he goes, but then on the way to kill Dr. Octopus, he gets kidnapped by this woman scientist that is trying to grow uh, symbiotes. But the symbiotes won't grow because they keep like killing the host body. So she puts the symbiote into Daredevil's stomach, hoping that his healing factor will allow the symbiote to grow so she can control the symbiote. Uh, hilarity ensues, right? Like, he's trying to get to Dr. Octopus. She's trying to, like, keep him for, like, her experiments. And then Dr. Octopus is just like, what is going on here? And so, like, that's, like, that's Deadpool's cool. thing. Yeah. There's I'll, also I'll there's also some uh, there's also some uh, uh, LGBTQ representation. Mm -hmm. um, there's okay. a uh, oh because the writer is non-binary, oh, um, and there's a non-binary character that seems like a self-insert. I like that. 
But, uh, and Deadpool is in love with that non-binary character. That's so pansexual of him. I love it. Yeah. You know, Deadpool's going to so Deadpool. Very fourth wall breaking. So, yeah. The funny joke, though, I thought was funny. I had to read it. I, I read it and I was like, wait a minute. And then I read it again. So, like, Lady Deathstrike pops up and she's like, you, uh, like, you need to come quietly. And then he goes, I have never come quietly in my life. Oh my god! And uh, and then Doctor Octopus is like, I did not need to hear this. Oh my god! <laughs> and it was. It, I thought sounds it was like, funny. Sounds like Doctor Octopus is like talking more than he usually would. I feel like he he'd be like, "This is below me. I don't need right. to talk to you fools." You know. In this, he's just like, I have no idea what's going on. Leave me alone. He has that kind of thing, which is kind of a cool understanding of Doctor Octopus, more so than. How dare you break through my skylight? I'm the best. How dare you, you know, annoy me? It's save that for doom, you know. But yeah, Deadpool uh, uh, issue number two, uh, pretty good. Gotta check that out. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Oh no, there's uh, there's this funny part. I don't want to. So Lady Deathstrike pops up in issue two. And it's like, she's like, I've been your partner this whole time. And so it flashes back to issue one and they put Lady Deathstrike in the background of each scene, but she wasn't in issue one. Oh my one. God. She's just like, you were just so infatuated with uh, Valentine, I think is their name, that you didn't notice me. But like oh in God. issue one, Lady Deathstrike's not in issue one, but really she funny. pops up in issue two saying she was in issue one. It's actually really funny. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, so there's like little jokes here and there, like book, different levels. Man. But but, but it's, it's it's sounding very interesting. Yeah. No. Plus, there's carnage, like carnage symbiote growing out of Deadpool, out of multiple parts of them. It's wild. So, I think it's worth it. I think it's worth oh. checking out. Yeah. 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 Um. Who read Superman, Son of Kal-El? Because that's the final issue of this run. I've never read any of it, yeah. but I've been wanting to. I've been curious. I, uh, I'm i curious about Manny's, uh, Manny's opinions on this stuff, and then we could talk about it just in general. This is issue, that's what, 19? 18? Uh, 18. Mm. 18. The run itself was really good. Uh, yeah. I don't think it was... Um, this It just ended without an ending because it is going to start back up in adventures of superman which is john's story so like the ending was setting up that story mm, so it yeah, didn't end. i don't yeah, like that so but but i mean it was still it was still fine um it starts off in this run uh the the kent's farm was destroyed so in this issue we see the justice league coming in and and rebuilding that that uh farm and like Aww. asking Ma and Park can like hey do you want a tanning room in here or something like we can make some other stuff happen uh that's Wally West talking there yeah um but uh and then they're just like you don't have to do this Wonder Woman's saying like no you know we gotta take responsibility for for all of this uh so that happens uh we get some good father son moments between Clark and John uh, overall it was it was a 
pretty good book. And then we get, I think, you know, so a new, even a John, new villain. John comes up to his dad and he was like, Hey, I think I have an arch nemesis now. And he's like, I don't, I don't want one. Like it doesn't, doesn't feel good to have one. Yeah. His dad's just like, I have a couple. He'll get used to it. Oh my well, God. He, he, he says, I have a couple, but like, it still sucks. Right. Like he's like, yeah, I don't like sucks. having them, like, um, but like it is what it is. Right. What I really like about John though, is that throughout this whole series, he has made it pretty obvious that his first move is never going to be to punch first. It's going to yeah. be, What's wrong here? What's going on? Why are you acting this way? Green do, lightsaber why vibes. do you feel that way? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's completely different. So even with this arch nemesis, that which, which is uh, he's locked up right now. Um, he's like, I'm gonna come back in a week, and we're gonna talk until you see my side of the things, and I'm gonna see your side, and we're just gonna continue talking um, until something changes here. Because I don't like that you don't like me for the reasons that you don't like me. Basically, yeah. Uh, I like um, the I like the idea because someone on TikTok I forget who it was stated that Superman does this a lot. He if he if he like he pops up he tries to assess the situation before he throws the first punch. Like he'll save people, but he won't just like knock someone out yeah. right off the. He doesn't blitz people right off the get go. Mm -hmm. Like the only time he'll do that is like Doomsday because he knows Doomsday. But like mm -hmm. if yeah, some yeah. guy's on fire. Like, and he's like, uh, like Superman doesn't just like swoop in, knock the guy out. Like he's always like, what's going on? Yeah, You know? So John does that too. I like that. But yeah, John. And then unfortunately though, like for John though, he's trying to do the right thing. He wants to talk to this guy. He wants to get to know him. And he wants that guy to get to know him. Right. So, but unfortunately Lex gets to that guy and that's the setup. Lex and his arch nemesis are now going to be working together. Probably what's going to happen in Adventures of Superman. Yeah. So the thing about this thing about uh, John's arch nemesis is he has the power of like red sun energy. So he can take away Superman's powers. Oh, and God. this kid agreed to be experimented on and have that put into him um, by Lex. Lex calls him son. He's not his son, but like the kid, idolizes lex and grew up like his parents were scientists that died but the scientists that used to work for lex so he thinks of lex as like his surrogate father mm. like in a way like his mentor you know nice. and so lex he, he calls him lex's for aliens basically. what's up like, so he appreciates they both appreciate each other honestly for their they, they can view the threats of aliens like the threat that they yeah. bring no, and so it's like, oh, you you see them the way I see them, so like we can work together. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I threw you off. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, but like, I, I I thought like, fine. If this if this series is ending, you know, it is what it is. But like, I want to see this continue. I want to see John. I want to see this arch nemesis. I want to see where the story is going. Yeah. Yeah. Also, why is Lois that hot on the variant cover? I don't know if you guys saw, but like there's a variant it's cover a of Lois Lane. Just, you know, boss, boss B vibes being awesome. Uh Oh, I, I didn't realize the slideshow is not showing. Um, nice. I'll, I'll let it go through a couple so people can check out Lois. Um, Speaking of um, variants, though, I did like the Simone variant, which shows both Superman 
just flying off. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like doing the whole thing. Yeah, you can There's see, also like, the a spawn street. cover. Of course. <laughs> There's a lot of spawn covers. This whole time with all these comics that we've been showing, 50% of them have spawn covers. But anyway, I don't know if you guys can see the lowest, uh, lowest cover there, but good for her, you know? Um, I'm trying to think of what else uh, we got to talk about before we get going. Um, Monica Rambeau Photon. I don't know if you guys read it. I did not know it existed, but now I think I'm going to read it after. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, the art is beautiful. She's beautiful. Um, I like Tiana Paris, uh, who plays Monica in the MCU. Like, I can't wait. I can't wait for uh, to see her again. Um, so I'm very excited for that. But like this, this issue was a good like, OK, it's issue one kind of. But it's it's kind of slow. There's no superhero battle or. I don't think there's a super battle in this. That's cool with me. She's still with the Thunderbolts in this? Or is she like done with them? She's probably still with the Thunderbolts, but like this is her solo book, you know? I'm trying to I'm trying to think of whether she fights anyone in this. But this is her returning to her roots in New Orleans. That's cool. And her like and then her like parents are there. And like I think she has a brother. It was kind of hard because I, I forget who everybody is related, like how they're all related. But they do mention that her and Blue Marvel broke up. Her and a a Adam Brashear. They used to they used to be dating and now they broke up. Um oh, and then there's like Doctor Strange. Oh, there is a fight. There's a very small fight. Oh, I think the premise is that like Monica Rambeau is gonna destroy the earth. And somebody has a prophecy about it and tries to defeat her to save the earth. Hmm. Of course. So, you know, it is what it is. But yes, the art is amazing. Who does the art? So we have Fiorelli. I don't know what uh, Ivan Fiorelli has done. Luca Maresca and I with Ivan Fiorelli on art. Cover art by Lucas Wernick, who you should follow on Instagram if you don't follow Lucas Wernick. He did the redesigns for the X-Men, co uh, the costumes that everybody was gaga over. Worth checking out. Shout out to Lucas Werner. Um, But yeah, anyway, I thought it was a good one, but you don't have to read this one just yet. Maybe pick up issues one and two at the same time, because I'm sure two will be more interesting. I just like it because it was just kind of a nice story. Yeah. Nice start. I'm curious. I'm going to check it out. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Um, no, no, I, I think it was a pretty short week. I guess just it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't too many. Yeah, there wasn't. But uh, Grim, Grim came out, but I'm like three episodes behind, so I was like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've been, only been hearing good things about Grim. So it's so good. The trade just came out. I think today as well, or sorry, yesterday and Wednesday. The trade for like the first five or six issues came out. Um, probably for the no, fi first five, because this first is issue five, six. Yeah. So I know you like I know you like spines and trades. So you should you should look into picking up that trade. I do right? like spines and trades. Yeah, I like how Sammy knows me. I do. You, I love I my trades. That. I love my spines. You know, honestly, I get that. I prefer trades and spines as well. I've been going actually on. I've been really bad. I've been ordering a lot of trades lately, <laughs> like a lot. That's like <laughs> too many. Well, I'm buying them on discounts. So like I'm buying yeah. used ones and whatnot. I get a lot um, of used ones too, but I also and I buy peel off digital. all the labels and stuff. I tried Depop. Hmm? What is that? It's a clothing. 
it's for clothing and fashion, but people sell comics on there. Oh, okay. It's not All a right. secret now that every everybody knows now. I uh, I'm on I'm on uh what are my what are my thriftbooks.com, like better world books. books, and cheap graphic novels and book outlet on eBay. Cool. Those give me my cheap trades and I love them. So shout I'm out. buying digital now because I don't have any space anymore. I think I yeah. want to sell a lot of my comics. I'm making I'm make I'm having to make more space, but I know I'm gonna be moving out end of February. So exciting. You know, um, I'm moving stuff around, but then that's why I got a new shelf, even though like I'm still here for three more months. So I'm like, I'll still get a new shelf. But now I have extra space. I see the gaps on my shelf and I'm like, that means I can fill them with comics. I have a, a closet right here that I kind of want to convert into putting more shelves. Mm. So I'm just like, hmm, how can I put, because I too am running out of space and she's like, how can I create more space? There's yeah. empty space that's not being used here. There's a lot of little empty space that I could just put a shelf right there. And yeah. There it is. So. But then it gets so, it gets so packed. I'm with you. I like using every open piece of space for something. Um, but then it's that. it's so crowded. Like my room I feel is that. so... Yeah, I have the same issue. I'm starting to learn to have more space in my room because I my I like filling things too, but yeah. it is cluttered. I'm trying to learn to not. Now you guys got me thinking like maybe I should get a a ladder Ooh. and like have it go all the way around and like create shelves up here and like create. You know, I'm just thinking out loud now. So <laughs> cool! I like that. I like ladders and bookshelves. I mean, for the yeah, dead, I, I have three bookshelves. People put Funko Pops, like, on a shelf right below the ceiling, right? Like, I've seen people do that. Like, hook a shelving unit, like, six inches below the ceiling so that you just put your Funko Pops and just line. Because you, it's unused it's unused space, right? Yeah, I guess. So. I have lights up there for me. Yeah. But that area. Yeah. Well, imagine this. If you put a shelf, a shelving, like, a, like just six inches below that ceiling, uh, and then ran the lights on the edge of the shelving so nice i don't collect pop funkos anymore unfortunately if you did i'm just saying oh, that's a cool, that's a cool look. if you need help i'll come over i can i can do it because i like building stuff thank you oh my god that's so good to know you know <laughs> thank you it's one of one of one of the things i'm i'm good at um like i built this shelf over here um in a couple hours it's a lot of work, but whatever. From scratch or from like a kit? Not from scratch. I was thinking people were gonna ask that. From scratch, and it's like no. From a from a you know, a thing. Ikea, yeah. You gotta put it together and hammer it and screw it and stuff. So I had my best friend come over and build a bookshelf with me the other day. I actually had a, bought two bookshelves a week apart from each other. <laughs> mm. Um now I have three bookshelves. I wanna get another I wanna get another bookshelf, but it's not it wouldn't be for here. Mm -hmm. Basically me and my future roommate we're gonna we're gonna put like a corner of the apartment as like a library that's cool so i'm gonna put my shelves there and then put like a little seat so anyone who comes over can uh can read comics that's cool that's so cute a little nook. yeah a little nook yeah <laughs> lovely um but uh yeah a little a little nook is kind of what we're going for i gotta figure out what i'm gonna do but you know um are you guys, uh, as as we close this up, are you guys looking forward to any comics uh, coming out soon? Great question. I'm always looking forward to comics. Anything I mean, like, like boom. what are your, what are your, like, like, what are the comics that you cannot live without right now? It's not from this week, but like, you know. 
I'm really into Radiant Black. I mean, I'm catching up. Yeah. But really into that. Uh, yeah. Boom is doing really well. Uh, Dark Knights of Steel. Dark Knights of Steel, yeah. Yeah, that like needs that. to finish up. It's been a long time. And they took a, like a few months break. They took a few months break, and then they released one issue, and then they took another few months, right? It was like a weird like side issue. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it was still one of the issue numbers, but it was a filler issue. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, maybe those are it. Uh, Eight I billion genes. Ivy, the Poison Ivy, Poison Ivy series, Joel Wilson. Yes. I had a dream the other night that it was like everybody in the world had like a fairly, like a fairy godparent, godparent but like from fairly odd parents, but like a fairly yeah. godparent, kind of like Eight Billion Genies, kind of. Yeah. But everybody had a little dinosaur on their shoulder, and the dinosaur was like based off your personality. Hmm. And I really want a little dinosaur. What kind of dinosaur did you? I don't know. I was like observing the dream, so I don't. I didn't see my dinosaur, but I really wish I knew what dinosaur I had. You know. Mm. Mine would probably be the one that that flares. You know, like with the next. The Dilophosaurus. Poisonous ones. That's Dilophosaurus. Though in in real life, it didn't have venom glands like that. That's just for the movie. But it did have. It did. Well, we don't, and we also don't know if it had like that. That's based off of a basilisk lizard, but we have literally you know. zero idea what dinosaurs look like because we don't know at all their muscle patterns. You know, we're just like going based off their skeletal patterns. I mean, Jesus. we know Great. roughly muscle patterns by uh by where it connects with bones. You can kind of make out that, but you don't know anything vestigial. We literally live in a post-apocalyptic world. Like these dinosaurs existed, and then they died, and now it's we're here. their apocalypse. We're yeah, just we, living in it. We're the post-apocalyptic species on Earth right now. Yeah. We're like post-apocalyptic. I mean, there's actually been like five or six extinction level events oh, in Earth's history, so. Really? Yeah. That gets the short straw. Besides dinosaurs? Yeah. Dinosaurs are like one of five. What were the other Big ones? wipeout. Because there's there's a, um, I think Cambrian era, there was an extinction event. Um, those dinosaurs, the big one, or were there some before? There, yeah, no, they're the big ones. Uh, I think dinosaur was dinosaurs might have been the last extinction level event. Um, Ice Age might have been an extinction level event, but I'm not quite sure. Ice Age, yeah. mm. but there's there's been five. Um, so I'm gonna look into you know. that. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, as we close this episode up, I want to thank both of you so much for for coming on the show, taking time out of your day to be here on Comic Talk. Um, where can people find you? Sammy? Southern California. You do really want people tracking you down? Just give us your address, you know, exactly pinpoint location, yeah. right? What? People know I'm in Southern California. I drive to LA all the time. Yeah. Um, where can people find you online? Yeah. What do you got going on? What do you got coming up? I'm on TikTok. Um, Sammy the Monster, S-A-M-I-D-E Monster. Um, on Instagram, and I have a website called The Demonster where we do articles. Also, now I'm anxious that people know I live in Southern California. Thank you. It's all right. Thank you so Look, much. It's it's fine. They're not going to find their way to San Bernardino, so don't worry. Mushrooms. <laughs> You're funny. No the third worries. house on the left, you know. San Bernardino. Um, yeah. But yes, uh, uh, Sammy, you do great work, so thank you so much. Thank you. I didn't read that much. That's all right. And I'm zoning out. I have a headache. Right. My bad. But thanks for having me.
I'm with you. I uh, I take Ritalin. So yeah, maybe maybe it could help you too. Because <laughs> probably. I, yeah, I take it. So I stand by it. Um, Are you sponsored by uh, Ritalin? Is that by Ritalin? Big Pharma? Big Pharma <laughs> sponsors Comic Dog. Don't give them ideas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, actually, I, I take the off-brand, actually. So I don't take the actual brand Ritalin. I take the off-brand Kaiser Permanente. i off-air. I wish, yeah, you know. I wish Kaiser Permanente would sponsor me. Because that could mean, like, free medical insurance for my life. That'd be yeah, great. That'd be cool. I would, I would sell out for, I mean, that's just the state of the economy right now. It's just like, I would sell out for free medical insurance. But I also get medical them. insurance through my work. So I guess I don't have to sell out. But whatever. I'm sure you should gorgeous. tag them in this video. Just, just in case. Yeah. In case you're looking to, to sponsor some yeah. some people. Can you imagine Big Pharma gets involved with podcasts? That's cool. That'd be so dystopic. Wow. I mean, I got to make a buck. All right. So I just want to sound like the idea man from 8 Billion Genies. You know, it's like, yeah, maybe. Why not? Who knows? Uh, I want to plug one more thing real quick. You know, yeah. hashtag save warrior nun for season three. Hashtag save warrior nun. That's it. That's all I'm gonna say. Isn't it Thank over? You. Isn't it? No, we're gonna save it. Okay, gonna save it. Cool. The sapphics brought back Winona Earp. We're gonna bring back. We're gonna bring back warrior nun. Okay. Okay. It's a good. I, show. I never it's heard of Netflix. it until Sammy Netflix. started saying save it. Yeah. I didn't hear about it until oh, you were like save it, save it, and I'm like I don't know what you're talking about. Everybody is like. Sammy's on a mission. You are on a mission. You always post about it, and I'm like, I have never heard of. I'm about to go give life. it some views just just to try to save it's it. It's on Netflix. Oh, good! It's a Netflix original, and it's okay. phenomenal. It's so good. Warrior Nun. It's okay. like really good. It takes place in Europe. Uh, it's loosely based off a comic, and it's like so well done. It has like a movie level budget. The acting is amazing. Cool. Um, the main actress Ella Baptista is Portuguese and Brazilian, and she coincidentally happens to be dating Chris Evans. Awesome. I have a uh, a sixteen hour sixteen hour drive tomorrow, so I can Watch co-download that right yes. now. Yes. Hashtag. Exactly. Can you sign a petition too? Thank you. Uh, yeah, everybody <laughs> oh, out there, sign, sign the petition for Warrior Nun. Get them please. a season three. Uh, Manny, where can people find you online? What do you got? Uh, same places: Instagram, uh, TikTok. I have a YouTube account. All of them. Manny reads comics, but I I've been slacking lately. That's so right. I feel that. Yeah. I, it's that time of year. I think that's what it is. Everybody keeps saying that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think I think it's 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 kind of like seasonal depression, but like you also get it for content creation. It's not a depression necessarily, but there is a slowdown of content. I <sighs> breathe a little bit. Relax. You know? yeah. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, take your time. I'm I'm lucky that I had you both on this show. So thank you thank so much you. Uh, for being here. Uh, for anyone out there who wants to find a comic shop near you, comicshoplocator.com. Uh, find a comic shop locate uh, comic shop near you. Um, but if you are watching us live, you are watching us uh, on twitch.tv slash the Keeg show or youtube.com slash the Keeg show. If you're listening to the podcast, you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. We're now on Stitcher. Um, you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at the Keeg show. Those are our two main social media. We're also on Facebook and uh, uh, Twitter as well at the Keeg show. Also on Hive. We'll see if Hive takes off. We have a Hive. I don't use it, but if you find your way onto Hive, give us a follow at the Keeg Show. Pretty much at the Keeg Show slash the Keeg Show wherever you're, uh, wherever you're at, you can find us. Let us know you're out there. Like, comment, subscribe, follow, click, 
review, do all that stuff so we know you're out there, especially for something like Comic Talk. I don't know who's watching, but people are. Let us know you're out there. I would love to. Uh, I randomly hear from random people being like, oh, yeah, I checked out that episode. And I'm like, I don't know unless you tell me. I don't know who who's yeah. watching. So if you're out there, you. flick the light switch two times. Are you talking to God? <laughs> ghosts. Ghosts. <laughs> ghosts. If ghosts are watching oh this. Okay, that's fair. I was like, God. <laughs> okay. Why is I'm that? Well, that was your takeaway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for anyone out there who wants to give back to the Keeg, patreon.com slash the Keeg show. Pretty much it's our advertising budget. I've been uh, boosting some posts lately. So that money helps us uh, uh, advertise for the Keeg a little bit more, especially going into 2023. Got big plans, big plans ahead for 2023, uh, including making the Keeg Talks a weekly show as opposed to bi-weekly. So the Keeg Talks uh, is our topical show. Like this weekend, uh, we're talking Avatar 2 the way of water so you know there's a lot of a lot of stuff that we talk about and i'm figuring it all out so yeah there's a lot of stuff coming from the key definitely stay tuned definitely follow sammy and manny uh uh wherever they are because they're on all this stuff so all that stuff uh other than that thank you guys so much for watching i'm your host Dimitri Pereira, and this has been another episode of comic talk about uh, the comics that came out December 15th, 2022. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.